Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Friday and it is beautiful. Congratulations, we have made it. Self high fives all the way around. I'm looking right now. Man, I got all the windows open here. Light little breeze. 79 degrees, bright sunshine. Remember that rain they were talking about? Forget about it. Just the day. If, if you get the chance, get outside, enjoy it, relax a little bit. Oh, and we should all be celebrating the economy because I heard the news. It is Fan-dang-tastic. Everything is going well. We've all got more money than ever. And uh, Joe Biden is is the, the, the savior of the economy. He fixed everything. And, and well, uh, I don't think that's exactly true. And you know what happens on Fridays. Our good friend, Dr. Dave Bratt, joins us. A former member of Congress, a dean of the business school out at Liberty University, a professor of uh, economics. I think worked for the World Bank as well for a period of time. And now the uh, vice provost out at uh, Liberty University. Dave, welcome, my friend. Jeff, glad to be on with more good news to bear. You betcha, baby. I can feel my feet <laughs> tapping. I'm ready to dance because it is all over. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Now, let, I, I'm not even sure where to start, except that I've got all of these legacy news media folks telling me how great the economy is, Dave. I played a montage the other day. It was about two and a half minutes long. All the different networks, they can't all possibly be wrong, can they? Uh, quite possibly they could. They yeah. They might not understand what the economy is. And so for a refresher course, we have a friend named Karl Marx, who's the founder of communism. Yeah. And over the long term, those systems don't work so hot, right? They right. persecute people. Uh, the Chinese uh, people, for example, are not allowed uh, to do anything that has to do with peace and harmony anymore, according to Xi Jinping in his speech eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Right? And so... Not only are they top-down, et cetera, but their economic systems always fail. The reason I bring them up is because I ran across a couple charts uh, this morning that show that the Chinese and the Indian economy both have government sectors that are smaller than the United States of America as a percent by about 10%, right? So Mm -hmm. a totalitarian surveillance state communist system in China has a smaller government than the United States of America. Go Google it. Just look it up, right? If you do Keynesian economics, mm-hmm. the U.S. economy and the Chinese and the Indian economy are broken up into four parts, right? Okay. C plus I plus G plus net exports. You learn that in intro macro, right? Consumption, 
plus business investment. Our business investment number is about 18%. China's is about 40%. India's is similar to China. That's why they're growing and we're not. And so this good news uh, thing, right, is, you know, we're growing at 3% right now. Well, why is that? That's because we are running a $2.5 trillion deficit right now, borrowing from the kids, mm-hmm. right, to fund a $7 trillion government spending budget. So how do you picture that? Well, you take your right hand, put your right hand out, mm-hmm. uh, take a $2.5 trillion loan from your rich uncle, Uncle Sam, and then that's, a, that's borrowing from the kids, and then you shove that over into the government, and that counts these days as economic growth. <laughs> so Jeez. if you blow up the size of government, it's, it, it, so you can't make it up. That's what's going on. 25% of the new jobs are government. Uh, we're ruining the private sector. Interest rates are going up. Manufacturing's going down. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, you mentioned, didn't you have a C in that equation somewhere? Something about consumer? Yeah, consumption. Okay. Consumption. Yeah. So all of our friends in the legacy news media are telling us, Dave, that consumer enthusiasm, I think that's what Kareem Jean-Pierre said, consumer enthusiasm uh, is up. Uh, is that even a thing? Uh, it's up a bit. Go Anyone that wants to look at the data, just go out to University of Michigan Consumer Senate Sentiment. It's been at rock bottom low. It's up a hair. Consumer spending is still up. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a problem here, and that's true, right? Big C, it's 70% of our economy. Uh, consumption is great. Makes you feel good in the short run. But if you're not doing business investment uh, right now, you don't get to consume in the future. So we're having a pizza party, right? This is chapter one in economics, right? Scarcity and choice and all opportunity costs. Mm-hmm. You can have your pizza party now, but you're not investing in rockets and technology and manufacturing. So you're going to have slower growth in the future. And sure enough, Congressional Budget Office says we're going to grow at 1.5% for the next 20 years. Let me repeat that. The Congressional Budget Office, the boring folks, say we're going to grow at 1.5% for the next 20 years. So that's what's going on. And why is the consumer spending, right? The American people are, you know, intelligent. They've been lied to, and they've been told that the economy's great. Well, when this bubble pops, and it will pop, Right. Mm-hmm. Once once everybody figures out uh, that we got three wars going on, uh, we're in debt up to our eyeballs. Interest rates are at five percent and uh, the bills are coming due. Right. The, the visa bills that we've all put credit on are coming due with higher interest right. payments. Yes. Commercial real estate bills are coming due with higher interest rates. Yep. Uh, that's coming. And so, you know, it, 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 the American people, the economy is not doing well. The stock market is doing well. It's high. Because the Fed printed $9 trillion, and now the government is running $2.5 trillion deficit. So they've juiced the economy for the political business cycle. Mm-hmm. And all pol- political views are just my own. Sure. But they're juicing it for the election cycle, and uh, that's typical, and you can go Google that as well. Wow. All right. Now, about this pizza party we were having, Dave. Uh, yeah, you know, right. Joe, Joe Biden says we're always going to have pizza, and at some point... All the pizza's going to be free. I mean, that's, if, if we're going to use the, right, we're going to use the pizza. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Not to worry about yeah. You eat pizza today, and, and I'm just going to erase your bill to the pizzeria, right? The pizza shop yeah. is, right. is going to keep baking pizza, uh, but yeah. they're not going to get paid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. 
Well, according to the globalists and Klaus Schwab, yeah. he thinks and they think we should substitute bugs as our protein for pizza. So there's number one. If you've never heard of Klaus Schwab, please go inform yourself. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but but secondly, the you're always going to have pizza thing. When you talk about the economy, right, right. we leave out the distribution of income. And so mm-hmm. 10% of the wealthy own 90% of the stocks, bonds, and pensions. Mm-hmm. So, right, the Democrats used to care about the poor. But right now, the top seven guys, right, the magnificent seven, mm-hmm. the top seven tech firms in the U.S. are worth more than all European firms combined. Wow. Right? And so those seven, Microsoft, Apple, Google, are going through the roof. Yeah. Tesla's in a bit of yeah. question this week. That's right, week, yeah, but yeah. they own the world, and the lefties aren't doing anything for the poor. They're mm-hmm. going to Davos saying we should eat bugs in the future and don't get so excited about pizza parties, right? And uh, you got to sacrifice for this green economy that also is on the government side of the ledger, not the uh, right. private sector economy. Right. And so, yeah, it sounds good. Uh, you go ask the uh, middle person in the economy how they're feeling, and then you go ask the poor how they're feeling. Uh, and you'll see what the polling is on, you know, Biden's uh, e- economy. I think he's down in the 30 percent range yep. uh, for how well he's doing on the economy. So yeah. the rich are doing great. The top 10 percent own 90 yep. uh, percent. Wow. The bottom 90 percent own nothing. They own 10 percent. And that that is how the economy is doing for human beings. Yes. Now, Dave, let's talk a little bit about Klaus Schwab. I, I, I've shared with, uh, with with the participants of this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Program, uh, bits yeah. and pieces of Mr. Schwab, uh, World Economic Forum in Davos. He's the guy yeah. who told us, hey, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy right. about it. Uh, yeah. I didn't see him giving anything up. And do they have bugs on the menu at the uh, WEF little get together in Davos? No, that's that's called hypocrisy. It's, it's <laughs> kind of like the uh, Marxist utopia. Right. They say workers of the world unite, uh, but they never tell you when they when the workers unite, who's going to run the thing? That's right. And it's always the elites, and yep. it's a few, and the poor under communism or any system, even under capitalism, we're not doing right by the poorest of the poor. They're we're not the jobs aren't going to the poor. Right, twenty five percent of the new jobs went to government workers, mm-hmm. and the poor are working two to three jobs. Right, the the percent of of full time jobs went down about ten percent. Uh, the percent of 
folks who are working two or three jobs went up 10%. Wow. And so, again, it's distribution of income. I used to have real fun days at Randolph-Macon arguing with liberals. The liberals are all gone. Now they're all lefties, and they they got no sense of humor. They don't. God, why are no, they such right. bitter, petty little people? I don't get that. I mean, if they are so smart and they know, yeah. shouldn't they be able to yeah. giggle at some point? I, I, it's a psychological thing. I yeah. think they're upset with God and the cosmos and the natural law, and yeah. they don't want to follow any of it, and so that, that leads to a kind of a negative outlook. You know, uh, I remind everybody, Dr. Dave Brad is joining us. Dave, of course, a, uh, a lifelong uh, economist, professor of uh, economics here in uh, Ashland at Randolph-Macon for, for a long time, dean of the business school at Liberty, the vice provost out there now, uh, former member of Congress. I mean, you were addressing some things, Dave, and all I could think of was George Orwell and Animal Farm. Yeah. You know, uh, some yeah. animals are, you know, all what is it, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. That's More equal, this right. This is what this is. Yep. Yeah, no, it's uh, the, uh, the 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 Marxist thing didn't work out with the capitalists, right? right. It, it turned out the capitalism is satisfying uh, if you leave the government out of it, right? The the markets, yeah. uh, the poor were doing better off when we had free markets, and then now the size of the government is bloated, and all the money is going to the elites who get a line in the budget with their congressional buddies, yeah. and the poor are not getting the fruits of the capitalist system at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, some uh, some of the folks are more equal than others. And on top of it, they can't name any ethical system that they believe in. Right. Go ask anyone on the left. Hey, you're making all these ethical claims. Can, can you please explain what ethical system are you working out of? What do you have in mind there? Right. And you will get the most dumbfounded look on their face you've ever seen. They don't even know what you're talking about. It is disturbing uh, on on, yeah. on on every level. Uh, I want to remind everybody they can follow you, Brat Economics, over on Getter. Brat Economics on Getter. Uh, one of the yep. things, and I I just want to hit on this real fast, Dave. You were talking throughout our uh, discussion here about interest rates going up. Now, all the buzz, of course, is, oh, no, 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 the, the, the Fed's going to cut rates because look how well the, this imaginary economy is doing. So so which way do you think yeah. it actually goes? I, I've been wrong. I've yeah. been wrong on uh, a lot of my guesses on uh, that we're going to have a recession. All 95% of economists a year ago said we'd be in recession by now. No one could fathom the tricks they go to. Uh, to keep the economy juiced, right? They kept the interest rate at 0% for over a decade. Right. right. This is unheard of. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a few folks starting to speak up. uh, Diamond, Jamie Diamond at J.P. Morgan had some shocking comments. Everybody, go Google him. He's, you know, more on the Democrat uh, center. But, boy, he had some remarks. uh, But to the question, I think the Fed is just, talking right now i don't think okay. they can cut rates because we're juicing the economy two and a half trillion in government spending mm-hmm. and on the fiscal side right the government side not not the federal reserve and so there's about a probably a six month lag on you know you 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 put the spending through and then you got to go buy stuff through the government bureaucracy wow. and so there'll be a lag but that's inflationary right you got two and a half trillion dollars spending increase uh that's inflationary Unless the Fed prints more money, so we'll see what they do. And uh, well, and if they print more money, that's even more inflationary, right? So they accommodate the government spending, 
they print more money, the interest rate goes down, and you get inflation. And so we'll we'll wait. But they uh, they're they're in a hard spot, and the the American people are more upset about the inflation. So they really don't want to mess up in that direction. I hear you. Wow. Well, uh, Dave, uh, despite your continual rays of sunshine, I love you. I respect yeah. you, and I love the fact that you join us every Friday. Hey, um, it's 70 degrees outdoors. Go celebrate while you can. Exactly. And you know what? Here, I got news for you. Your old neighborhood here, Randy Mackman, we're at 78, and I'm thinking Unreal. Uh, crickets. It's, it's the new white meat. That's what's for dinner. I'm going to go uh, harvest yeah. some uh, ladybugs or something. All right. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Have a have a great weekend, man, and we will uh, talk next week. All right. All right. You too, brother. God bless you. Have you got a great show going? Keep it going. Uh, thank you, my friend. That is Dave Brad. Uh, just one of the best of the best. Honest to goodness, the fact that he has made time for us every Friday now to come in and talk about the economy. I love Dave Brad. I mean, I'm just going to tell you flat out. I absolutely uh, think the world of him. Um, he, just a bright guy, straight shooter, and uh, there you have it. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.